Hello, and welcome to the 5-Minute Check-In. Today is Tuesday, May 16th. Today, we're going to have the third in a series of discussions around health policy. Our focus is going to be on the issue of readmissions as a quality metric. And to help us in that conversation, we have a dear friend of mine, Dr. Peter Cram, the chair and professor at the University of Texas, who published a very interesting article in JAMA recently. So let's get right to it and hear what Dr. Cram has to say. Peter is a internationally renowned outcomes researcher, over 100 peer-reviewed publications, many of those in top-tier journals. And Peter often is actually challenging all of us with interesting questions. When I read his piece in JAMA on readmissions, I thought, <clears throat> let me have that, let me have that uh, scientist on this show. So Peter, thanks for joining us. I uh, really appreciate you making the time. Thanks for having me. So quickly, Peter, tell me, why did you focus on readmission as a, I know you've been doing this research for a while, and then you wrote this piece with two of your colleagues. You know, how did you get started in this space? Well, um, I see readmissions um, front and center all the time, and I really see them in three different roles that, or hats that I wear. The first is as a practicing clinician, where um, we are trying really hard to plan for successful discharges, take into account social determinants of health of our patients, and minimize readmission risk. Second is my role as an administrator and department chair, where I get to see dashboards, uh, the usual green, orange, red, wow. as our hospital implores us to lower our readmissions and to try and help us avoid financial penalties from Medicare and other payers. And the third lens is as a researcher, in particular, somebody working in the international health system comparison space, where I increasingly started to realize that our readmission rates in the U.S. mirrored those in other countries, even though in the U.S. we seem to be running a lot harder and sweating a lot more. And that made me think uh, maybe we need to write something about this. There might be a story here. That's great. I, I just love your lens, your three different lenses here. It's, it's so important for us. The, the, the practicing clinician, little interplay of length of stay and, uh, you know, readmission. You uh, chairman getting hit with all the metrics. And finally, as a researcher, and I know you've, you've always done like external comparisons of countries, which I love them because they're the control group. There was one uh, publication that you did in BMJ. Uh, I think it was on acute MI and readmissions. Tell us a little bit about that article because I, I found that amazing. So this was a paper that we published in 2022 in BMJ where we looked at myocardial infarction care in six high-income countries. And one of the findings was that between 2011 and 2018, readmission reductions that were observed in the U.S. really looked about the same as readmission reductions in other high-income countries. And moreover, our actual readmission rates in the U.S. looked a lot like those in other countries, meaning that, again, despite working really hard on readmissions under HRRP, we really don't seem to be doing any better or any mm. worse than other high-income countries. Yeah, that's a very interesting you know, control group you have, in a sense. So really quick, HRRP, explain that for folks in case they don't know that abbreviation. HRRP, part of the Affordable Care Act, uh, the Hospital Readmission Reduction Program, whereby hospitals are at risk for zero to three percent cuts in their Medicare reimbursement if their readmission uh, rates 
exceed specified benchmarks. And that's a lot of money when you talk about a zero to three uh, percent cut in your reimbursement. Yeah, that's a big stick, as we say, and it, it uh, it's a big focus and potentially maybe not doing all that much in terms of comparison to other countries. So we're not telling people not to focus on readmissions. Critically important for us to continue to focus on that area. We're really thinking, well, how could we nuance this a little bit? Going forward, give us a few takeaways from your thought piece uh, if you wanted to leave a, a message with folks as, as we exit here. Uh, sure. So for clinicians, I would say that they should still consider re, uh, readmission risk for patients when discharging, particularly focusing on frail elders, patient with, patients with uh, difficult uh, social situations and adverse social determinants of health, but really picking where you focus your effort. For people in hospital leadership, say chief medical officers or VPMAs, what I would encourage them to think about is the myriad of asks that you have of your frontline clinicians. And if readmission reduction is going to be a priority for you, that's great. And if it's not, maybe thinking about targeting readmission reduction efforts towards, again, certain patient populations and where that fits in the overall hierarchy of the quality metrics that you're hoping to achieve. And finally, for people at the top tier in the C-suite, I would uh, ask them to be mindful of the huge number of measures and really lean into the quality metric business. There's NC. CBA, Medicare, the American College of Cardiology, and on and on and on, all coming up with metrics. And we really need to be engaged as leaders in defining what those metrics are, which ones are high value, and which ones should be de-emphasized or even sunset. Great. Well, what a great, succinct takeaway for us, Peter. Thank you for making the time. Thanks for the amazing work. And uh, maybe we'll have you back on a grand round sometime. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see all of you in two weeks.